It's the Valleycast. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it. Yep. That's the intro. <laughs> um, I wanted that's so not a, much. I wanted about two minutes more of it. Yeah, that's not enough time for our animated logo to actually play. <laughs> for longer the than our version. animated logo. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to like up the speed to three hundred percent. We have to leave it. Yeah. Um, it's just a dead silence. Just I was going. <laughs> this was submitted by Emily UZB on the subreddit r slash the valley Reddit dot com slash r slash the valley. Emily spent three weeks on that. Thank you, Emily. Fun fact. It's banned. Um, Very funny. It's called the Valley Cast intro song, and the comment, the only comment on it, on the uh, subreddit is, "Thanks, I hate it." <laughs> that's, that's supportive. Oh, also, I, also, I, I did notice really quick. I want to say this to um, to a lot of people. Let's play this one more time, actually. It's the Valley Cast. There's like three cuts that she had to make. Um, and then there's like a shit ton of blank space. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And um, there was also another submission for a Valley Cast intro that I'll play another time. But it also they also informed me that there is a ton of extra space on the end of it because what's been happening is is soundcloud sucks okay and whenever we whenever i play a soundcloud song on here we're just listening to it and enjoying it it just auto plays to like whatever the next song is and Mm. so we'll hear like a really cool intro and then all of a sudden it's just like some other song starts and it just like kills the flow and it sucks (laughs) speaks to how good the actual intros are though because it means that we're all getting so into the moment that you just lose track of like yeah we just you're listening. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's right what we there. want. Yeah, it's our it's first nice. time hearing these intros. I don't know if you guys know this, but I am just literally going to the subreddit and just going, oh, there's a song, and then I just hit play on it. I do not yeah. review it. I don't listen. To- I mean, if it's too long, uh, I won't play it. But that'd um, be a challenge to everyone. He doesn't listen to it beforehand. So. Yeah, yeah, I certainly don't. Oh, it's I guess audible. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the it's last time you don't moment, listen to it. Guys. Well, it's a good thing none of this is live. We just so, became uh, alt-right sympathizers. But here's the thing. So in another funny kind of instance the reason why I bring up that people have been adding a lot of space to the end of their songs now which I appreciate um, a user has shown a step by step diagram on how to turn off autoplay on SoundCloud so I now have that wow. ability and I'm going to do it right now thanks to this user named uh, Dries0032 on Reddit well guys uh, while Steve is doing wow. that um, first of all, welcome to the Valley Cast. Hello, this hello, is hello. the pod, the premier podcast from the Valley Folk. We have a very special guest with us today. This is Joshua Ovenshire. Uh, am yes. I saying everything right there? Uh, Joshua Ovenshire, yes. Sometimes Joven, sometimes Jovenshire, but all of those things are correct. What does your mother call you? Uh, Jovi? Not enough, actually. <laughs> Did she call hey, you yo. son of a bitch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the love of a mother. Um, <laughs> this is a... Uh... <laughs> oh, man, that gets funnier each time. Yeah, it's this nice. Is a, That's great. a freewheeling podcast. We all bring different topics to the table uh and we always start with an intro that is made by one of our lovely audience members um we have an announcement we have a show on december 16th tickets are going exactly a month exactly one month from right now and we have nothing Um, planned we have uh we have we have nothing planned we haven't even Um, talked about what we're going to do at all but that's how i mean that's how magic hey that's showbiz name anything we planned like a month ahead yeah the wes anderson video was one is the the most planned video we've done and we all hated how planned it had to be we were like and a, how long it took a to third make third day of shooting and then and then we put it up on the internet and people are like this is the valley folk and we're like fuck <laughs> why do didn't it. you like our easy shit <laughs> <laughs> there is 
There's something about best laid plans, something, something, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. The don't look a well, gift plan yeah. in the mouth. <laughs> best laid, that plans said. Are tough when people want a video every damn day. I know, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Listen, mm-hmm. guys, enough of us complaining, though. We're going to New York. We're going to have a great time. It's a holiday good time. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. There's going to be at least stand up. There's going to be us hanging out with you afterward. At Maybe we go out. Stand up. At least. Oh, I don't want to speak for you guys. Not, not stand up comedy. They look, will stand up in front of you and not stand. know what to say or We're do. We're going to stand. Yeah. I will make eye contact with you. Uh, I won't say any jokes. That's but um, yeah, I, I know I'm doing that. You guys will do your own thing. We'll do music. It's going to be all sorts of fun. But go to Ticketfly now and punch in Valley Foot and get it. If you're a patron at patreon.com slash the Valley Foot, mm-hmm. you got a discount. Uh, for you know how to get that. Uh, yeah. But go get tickets now because it's at the Bell House in Brooklyn and we're going to have a gosh darn blast, and I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, and also, I know that pe- people say this is a tactic to get you to buy tickets, but it's actually running out. Like, where they're almost sold out of all the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a real thing. Now, hey Steve, good tactic, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> great, great, great that was covert super tactic. Tactical. Also, um, it's also a tactic to say that it's a tactic. We, yeah, we have talked about this a lot, and Elliot just kind of mentioned it, but I, I do want to reiterate that whenever we do a live show, or whenever we go to a different part of the country as or a different part of the world as the Valley Folk, if we're there to appear and do some sort of live thing or whatever, we will always look for a karaoke place yeah. afterwards. It's our after show. And have like <laughs> a meetup slash karaoke jam where anyone is welcome to come. So it's like, let's say you didn't have enough money to come see our show or whatever, and that's that, or something's happened and you couldn't make it to our show. Just know that we'll always do a thing afterwards where we'll all have a blast at a karaoke we bar. We'll always and, try. We'll always and try. as someone yeah. that has seen you yeah. guys actually do karaoke, that is a treat. It's oh, amazing. Thanks, it is unbelievable. Yeah. Some of the best karaoke. Thanks, Jeffs. Hey, man, that was great. Uh, thank we, uh, you for coming today. Um, uh, thank well, you. If thank you, you want to give a call out to where people can find you, get the fuck out of here. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Thanks, Serena. You did what we needed to I did want to say, though, the last time we did our karaoke jam in Canada, the director of It and It 2 showed up. Dude, and Steve Harrington. And Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. Randomly? And his famous girlfriend. Randomly. Well, well sort kind of, of. It was sort by, of random. the the Stranger Things guy was by chance, I think. No. No, I think it was all it was he all was connected there. through Nicholas Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. So there. Nicholas Hamilton is, plays the bully in uh, <laughs> in it mm-hmm. and he's a friend of ours right. and he uh, they were shooting it too while we were there for Buffer Festival and so the director Andy Muschietti was there too. Awesome. And so I think so real hard. I, I celebrities will show up to your karaoke. Yeah, so just so you know. Go. They yeah. will also do Rocky Horror Picture karaoke. Yeah, well Andy did. Yeah. I have footage of him doing Sweet Transvestite, yeah. which is like which We is guarantee wonderful. that the director great. of It will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Okay. Uh we usually do housekeeping. The only housekeeping we have real quick is uh Joven. What uh where can what where do you come from? Really quick. You don't have to talk Let's about talk it. about Smosh. Smosh. <laughs> What's your background for people that don't know and then we'll jump in? Uh, what happened? What happened? What happened? I was what happened? on what a happened? channel called Smosh Games for six years, but I also run my own channel called The Jovenshire, where I talk about all things geek culture and uh, did that for many, many, many years. And now I'm here with you guys because you're awesome. And what was that cool reality show that you were on? Oh, right before back Smosh in 2012. Games? I was on a show called King of the Nerds. Yes, I, I, was. Oh, you were on that show? I was the bad guy on King of the Nerds. Whoa. And that is, How cool is that? To be the bad guy in a reality show is one of the greatest things to say, and also one of the most embarrassing things to say. What was the nerd show where they were like- I can top it. Hooking up people, where they were trying to hook up people. Oh. It was like- I rem- uh, the Beauty and the Geek? Beauty, Beauty and, and the, the Geek. geek. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I got all the way through to like a second callback. You were callback. almost on it? 
Yeah. Oh no, Steve. Yeah, I was driving my slusho car around Culver City, <laughs> and literally this woman pulls up to me and she's like, "What is your car?" And I was like, "I'm a nerd." And she's like, "Here's my phone number. Call me. We're looking for people to be on our show." And I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" And so I called them and talked to them, and I got wow. all the way to a second interview with them. I went to their offices, and they were like, "You're gonna live in this place for a month." Blah 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 blah. There was like all this shit, and they're like, "By the way, we heard that you're married." Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Are you okay with pretending you're not?" <laughs> That's was so like, funny. Oh my fucking god! So That's I so reality. What was your answer? I had this big talk with Sarah about it, and I was like, "I don't want to be a reality TV guy." Yeah, like, I just didn't want to do that. So I was like, and also it would have been like really. I mean, people would have found out. Good, yeah. yeah. And people would have found out. 100 And how up. fucked up would that be? Yeah. Like, the guy that's hooking up with a girl on this show is married. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Ooh, yeah, weird. I just didn't do it. Well, thank you for coming, Joven. This I'm will be fun. Be Let's uh, jump into some topics. Great. Yeah. Joven, are you wearing a shirt from Comic Con? I am wearing yeah. a Comic Con shirt. I remember that yeah, party. It was, I think it was a Nerdist party. It was party. the Nerdist party. Yeah. I, and I am normally anti swag. Uh, because I, I have none, and also I don't like junk. But that was cool. Swag. It was just a nice shirt, and the purple makes my skin look like a good color. Yeah, oh. it, we're, it's a good color on you with the Thank white you, with over the white, shirt. Yeah. yeah, I like Thank, it. I, what's really funny is I put that shirt on. I was like, nobody will notice that. No, I noticed I because at the logo. And I'm like, nah, we good. And it is a very like ubiquitous. Well, it's it's kind of like uh, ominous. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say. It's an ominous because you're like, I don't ambiguous. know what that is. Ambiguous. Ambiguous. Yeah, that's the word. But I actually went to that party too, and what's happening on his shirt actually happened. Yeah, there was a the robot Lost in Space kind of robot was a DJ, and actually inside oh, the cool. costume was Chris Hardwick. Oh, really? Nope. <laughs> no. Definitely uh, not. Definitely uh, not. <laughs> this brings up an interesting uh, subject oh, that I'm boy. curious to know y'all's feelings. I think I know yours, mm -hmm. Joe. I personally wear uh, an inordinate amount of YouTuber clothing because when I get it, I wear it, and I don't care. And so it's getting to a point now where it's like, I will be wearing, it'll be like one day, and I'll be wearing a Valley Folk hoodie, and then Sugar Pine 7 socks, and then like a Good Mythical, <laughs> good mythical morning, morning Shirt. And yeah, and then this, I have these black sweaters, these black pullovers, ones from Jeffrey from, from Rooster Teeth, Jeff? Whatever I'm not, I've never never don't never met him. Uh, seems like a great guy. Got his merch. Super comfortable sweater. <laughs> I wear an Instagram uh, sweater. It's like a and then I wear YouTube socks constantly. These are my favorite pairs of socks. You got those YouTube uh, tube socks? Yeah, the white yeah. ones. They're amazing. Uh -huh. I haven't like, tr I haven't even put them on it's, yet. Yeah, it sucks very because like some I of them are feel, very comfortable. Oh, the the YouTube hoodie, the the, the creator hoodie. Yeah, I hate, I hate uh, the word that. I hate the fact that the word creator it's is on it. It's super cheesy, but it's so comfortable. But it's so comfy. What about those sandals? Very the creator sandals. So I made fun of those so bad when I got those. And then I was like, wait a second. They're so great. I wear them every single yeah, day. They're, they're so amazing. comfortable. Yeah. And also the robe. The, the robe YouTube is great. robe. I'm now a robe guy. That's the uh, robe is great. I, I my girlfriend just wears that The robe all the time. is Dump Nasty's did, costume. Did you guys get the, <laughs> uh, at VidCon this year, the Twitter sweater? That is like having a cloud wrapped around you. Really? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I did that. not get a Twitter. I finally sweater. put it on because it got, you know, we're in the valley and it, it doesn't get cold here even Was in the Was that winter. where they were like putting laser yeah. things on it? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Had a, I had a oh. photo up on uh, uh, Instagram.com slash the Jovenshire and uh, it's me with like the Jovenshire on the sleeve and it's nice. just, it's a cloud. And That's great, it, it man. It hugs me. It's so nice. Yeah, they, these companies <laughs> invest a lot of money What's in like Joe? the quality of the. Clothing. I know what you're talking about now, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the person's name that made the choice. So what Joven's talking about is the this there was this swag booth backstage at VidCon, and they would give you this Twitter sweater, and they were doing laser etching. I thought Wait, it was just that long, what talking I thought about? it was yeah. long yeah. sleeve oh, shirt, yes. the long sleeve shirt. You could laser. Oh, etch. Th they had sweaters also. Yeah, oh. so you could laser. <laughs> 
sketch anything you wanted onto it, any phrase. Uh, yeah, emoji. they would just they would literally put anything they, you wanted. They... I, I remember the person that did this was a little embarrassed, so I'm not going to say the name, <laughs> but it was really funny. We all had a really good laugh at it. But the laser etching that this person got was karate is gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think we can say his name. <laughs> I really He's think not embarrassed. He's not embarrassed yeah. at all. I've because I asked so him. Funny. I was like, "Are you sure you're really gonna put that?" Like, I was like, "At VidCon, you're gonna put that on?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Karate's gay." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's 2016. No... Karate's gay. Yeah. It was That's just so funny. The deco- oh man, I put a uh, 1990s <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> I put, mine said "Revenge Body" because my ex-wife went on a reality yeah, show called "Revenge good. Body." That was a good. one. I never wore. Mine said "Sad Bod." Sad bod's good. Yeah. yeah. Sad bod's good. Uh, if uh, sad bod's actually really good. Yeah. But do you wear Thanks. it? You wear the Twitter. I sweatshirt? I finally wore the Twitter sweatshirt and uh, it's a hoodie and everything and it, only because it was kind of windy outside. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna put this on, and I didn't take it off all day. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I feel you like could. a nerd, but yeah. it, it was a so curse. On. <laughs> it's yeah. a curse. Do you wear your clothes, Joe? Do I wear? Yeah. I'll, so I. This is my topic. Do you wear clothes, Joe? <laughs> yeah, sure, I love clothes. So, Joe, uh, do you nice. wear clothes? Every once in a while, I'll wake up in the morning, and it's kind of a hard decision. It's like, do I or don't I? And I usually do. Yeah. Dude, huh? we, were, I, we were just talking about this. I've gotten into wearing pajamas like a 10-year-old. I wear pajama bottoms and yeah, socks so because weird. of me undies. It's very strange. Interesting. But I did- What do you I mean did, it's very strange? Well, it's mean... strange to, to get into- Pajamas. Changing my sleeping well, style is definitely a significant thing, but oh, it's so comfortable. Wait, when you say pajamas, do you mean like this is my uh, nighttime like attire? Ebenezer or is Scrooge like, with a sleeping you know, like a, it's a onesie. <laughs> oversized shirt. It's a onesie with a little trap door in these case I need to go peep it. Yeah, yeah, these are my comfies. Yeah, I yeah, totally comfies. comfies. Yeah. Well, they I don't even have uh, holes for my hands. It's it ends in little mittens. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, and uh, I did actually finally wear the MeUndies uh, pants, and they're wonderful. Yeah, I mean it's it's they're, great. They're positively Comf- the most comfortable thing. I just ever like worn. their name a lot. I, I know, know. they're very comfortable. But I like the names. I, every British. time someone says me undies, I want to be like me Jane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to. I like. I imagine it is just some type of like creature that can't speak English. It just goes me undies. me undies. To answer your question, Elliot, um, I I will wear the stuff, and I've actually made this. I've made the conscious decision back in the day to be like. If I'm gonna wear stuff, I want to support people that are doing cool things. And mm-hmm. So, so I've been like, I want to go out and buy everybody's thing who I, I really like. So I want to wear a Retin Link swag or, you know, uh, Nathan Zed and, and people like that. And I, I make the decision to do it, but then I never follow through. I mm-hmm. never actually go buy the stuff, which sucks because and that's shitty. As far as the YouTube and Twitter swag and stuff like that, I'll wear it because it's comfy, but it is cheesy. I hate. I I really do hate the words creator. I hate mm. the words. I hate the word influencer. Influencer is one of the worst things that could have ever happened to our industry. I just think it diminishes what these people are, a lot of really good people are doing. It turns us into a commercial. And though that might be how I get paid sometimes, that's not my day-to-day. And some people are influencers. Some people like that, and that's kind of what they're striving for. But I think uh, most people that are getting pinned under that description, they do so much more, and that's not what they're about. And I think it diminishes what What do you think they should be called? Ooh. Because influencer, pretentious. influencer yeah. is definitely like an internal marketing term that just like slipped out yeah. and now people just use it. Mm-hmm. So what what is it really? Like we could we could it's take it back. Creator is better than influencer. It is. Yeah. It's a weird all Creator is the way to go. YouTubers were Creator is the way to go whether you feel like st- like uh you feel negatively oh, about people personality. Who, 
Oh, I don't like that either. Really? First, I'm trying to think of what encompasses, though. Like, you have to find a word that encompa- like... encompasses both the basics and the artists. Because there's so like... many actual basic influencers. And that they are influencers. Yeah. Like, that's a perfect word well, for But them. the thing is, is like, yeah, we are. We are influencers. We do influence. We are. We, we just are. According to, like, we marketing companies. Right, so we a, do lots but, of things. We are. So we are. A, but yeah. so is a stand-up comedian, and so is a, a TV actor. And yes. Yeah. Actor. Exactly. Yeah. an influencer. Yeah. So, I, again, I think it, it's putting somebody down to their most basic definition. And it's not well. It's just numbers. It's so, like, oh, you have numbers. This is what you are. I mean, I don't mind it because I don't. I don't let. I don't mind it because I don't let Calzone. this kind of name define. Well, sure. Anything about who I am. It's like if they want to say I'm an influencer, fine. Call me a fucking influencer. I don't care because it's like at the end of the day, I'm just like I'm gonna go to your event and have a good time if it's a good event, and then maybe get paid even, which is great. It's like call me whatever you want if you're gonna be paying me. <laughs> you know, Steve is an influencer. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We that actually we just all are. You like whether we like it if or not. You, if and you want to be an artist and live the fun, like make cool mm-hmm. shit, it's some, yeah. you have to do shit sometimes. Yeah. It's like eh. I suppose it's up to the influencer well, or the creator to, be to define what they are. Like Elliot's a stand-up. He's a comedian. I, I would. Consider him I a can say comedian. I, can, I would like to consider. My, I think I would put myself in comedian. You could say you're a comedian. Yeah. Uh, I could say I'm I, a comedian. Actually, I say entertainer, which is just as basic, but I like it better than influencer. I mean, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like. You know, they there used to be this whole thing about like selling out is so dumb and like ah oh, it's so like why sell out and things like that. But it's like really selling out is like kind of par for the course. Well, paying you, the bills, yeah. <laughs> if you if you're in this in that industry that like where selling out is a possibility, you well, know. Like, uh, Mike Burbiglia talks about how like basically when you guffaw at like the amount of money. So for example, say it's the social influencers they're getting paid like all this money or whatever for a post or something. He was like that's. He didn't wasn't referring to that, but I think it applies. He was saying like you, it's basically pro baseball, and you get a few seasons where you're making a lot of money, but it, or pro football or something, and it's like the you have this w- little window, you window where you have up, to yeah. take all the money you can get and all the the stability you mm-hmm. can get because that stuff's got to stretch for the next for several decades because that's your retirement. Yeah, the lifespan of an entertainer. And then I mean, we invested somehow. Yeah, like we, the fact Bitcoin. that we're still, yeah, the fact that we're still doing what we're doing is like huge because I mean that's we're going on. I mean, Joe, you're going on what ten years? Shut up. As yeah. an actual, <laughs> yeah, like as an actual entertainer, that's a compliment because you're sitting there going like, you know, you you've survived more than most artists in this world, and you're still being able to make comedy. And if you have to take some money to do that, then it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think there's there's been a change. There's definitely been a shift, and I, I've read a couple articles about it. Like when YouTube first started, and I think this was for TV actors and movie actors as well, selling out was looked out as the worst thing. When you yeah. did a brand deal as a mm-hmm. YouTuber, you were there was a big part of time where brand shit. deals were like the worst thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now, well, because it was like soulless, and you couldn't inject your personality into it, and like nowadays is like you can they they want you to to inject your personality into this. Well, things. and I also think the audience has evolved as well. The yeah. audience yeah, totally. realizes they're not just a, a passive audience anymore looking to be entertained. They, they're, a lot of them are striving to be this, but a lot of them understand the business and they understand the industry because it's just there and it's because the platform has talked about it so openly. So when you have this like personality-based mm-hmm. platform that's telling the audience everything, they get it over time. Yeah, and but now, it, it is definitely because it's done in a way that like... Sure. I mean, a good but, ad is a good ad. But the audience you know? gets it now. Mm-hmm. And... They, and I've seen things where I've seen articles that have said kids are striving to be YouTubers and they say things like, I want to be a YouTuber and get my first brand deal. Like they 
they just get it, and it's so ubiquitous. Well, it's kind of like connected. football players and basketball players back in the day would be on the box of Wheaties, Wheaties or and shit. Like, deal. there were kids that were like, "I want to be on a box of Wheaties. I want to be on a." You Joe know. then was the first YouTuber on a Wheaties box, uh, right? I, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I literally had to stop and think. I was like, "Is that true?" Did I just, <laughs> you were like, "Maybe." That? <laughs> that is the kind of random bullshit that's like you'd forget, but, but it I mean, is these really types significant. Of, these types of things were like you're a you're a sponsored person is not necessarily a new. Well, Thing, a new idea. I mean, NASCAR did it for centuries. I mean, not centuries. I don't think for centuries. Yes, back in the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> yeah. they had the wagon back, races. Back when the centurions put their Goodyear <laughs> stickers on their carriages. Well, it, it is interesting because yes, I think the audience has become more okay with the uh, with the fact that uh, influencers need to get paid and and keep the bills uh, paid and and keep the lights on. But also, as a society, we are still the most against commercials, and nobody wants to be marketed to. They if, if they get an extra commercial mm-hmm. and it goes 32 seconds versus 30 seconds, they are the angriest people. So yeah. we're still in a place where nobody wants to be a number. Nobody wants to be marketed to. But they also understand like, oh, all right, yeah, this, totally. this IG post they is going to be a, a brand deal. But sure. also it's like, I mean, the, Skittles kind of like changed commercials like way back in the day when Skittles started to do like really weird kind of like you know uh tim and eric youtube type well tim and eric is it, yes tim and eric yeah. now but even it was even before tim and eric yeah. when they were doing things like that and uh and then old spice did like the stuff with um it almost went viral uh mustafa yeah or whoever i don't remember but it, yeah. but but like oh, there's yeah, yeah the actor yeah, yeah but there's so many like commer- like companies that just decided to kind of just go like all right well let's just like make like what's that company that does um, Wait, hold up i don't think his name's mustafa <laughs> that's uh, simba's dad <laughs> No. That's Mufasa. Yeah, it's Mufasa. Joe. <laughs> is it? Mu- I, I, just, I was just thinking yeah. he was he was thinking of a thing that I wasn't thinking of. Yeah. I was like, sure, maybe that's what it is. I forget his name. Ah, um, he really wanted to be uh, Luke Cage for a while. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, uh, anyway, but but there, you know, all these companies started to kind of like loosen up on kind of how yeah. they, their brand is represented, mm-hmm. and I feel like it, that really changed the tide for like being able to like make a branded piece of content because yeah. then you could just kind of do funny Wendy's. shit. Look at Wendy's. Or what's like progressive? What's the yeah. one that? What's the one where they're like the the pigs fly and then they, they did like all those weird oh commercials. Yeah, that where is progressive. It was, like, it, was it progressive? Oh, it was like they're was, all doing cool. It was cool some stuff insurance now. company that but, did like really weird things, and you're like, holy shit, this is like how are they doing this? I think though it still goes back to the point that that Joven and Joe were saying, which is that the audience has become because of the internet. The audience is so smart that it's like. Now big brands are sensing that, and you just can't—they can't get away with the same commercial format that they were able to get sure. away with. For which like is seven funny because if you watch television, which I say that it feels like such a foreign thing, but anytime I'm traveling, I'm stuck in a hotel and I'll see commercials. Oh my God, they're the worst thing in it's the so world. They haven't different. changed. There's, yeah, there's, there's the exact too same. Many commercials. It's crazy. They're, yeah, they're way a too television long. program is swimming in them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have like I haven't had broadcast television in my home for like over ten years. Yeah, so good. like when I go to a dude, I just got it. I've been watching it. Yeah, and I'll watch like I'll switch back and forth between. It's uh, so different. Fox and it's a CNN. different experience. It's the commercials on Fox News are worth watching. It's, it's not worth it, but well, just for the co- <laughs> yeah. but oh, just for the joke go. factor. It's, yeah, yeah. The commercials are literally like. 
I mean, you talk about like advertising and the power it has on us. The mm-hmm. the commercials are like you're gonna die. Someone's gonna break into your house. You need your bone marrow is going away. <laughs> yeah. Do you have mesothelioma? Like everything yeah. is like. Do you, know, you get headaches? You might have cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Wait a it's all fear based. It's like here's your security system. What happens if mom falls? Like it's all this like terrible. Like something terrible is about to happen. It's like to you. sit back, put your finger on your neck. Do you feel yeah. a pulse? You could oh. die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Buy it's Kleenex. super cheesy. Oh man, I want to like record. I'm gonna record one at some point. I think there's one other one other factor that weighs into all of this, and it's that what we're in now, the pool of of creation and the pool of the internet and all that, is that there is just so much. And I think back in 2006, when it was like "fuck you for doing a brand deal," it was also like it was because of one of five videos that somebody would put out in a month span. But Mm -hmm. now it's like people are putting out so much Mm -hmm. crap. One of 30 might have a a brand deal with it, and then if it is somebody that is doing less content, there's still so much crap you're watching that you get distracted by the next thing so quick. Who cares? I've also seen like creators, certain people in the industry who who do. Yeah, do integrations in a way that are like they own it and they like put thought behind it for their specific audience. And they are, they're like some influencers are inadvertently becoming almost ad execs in their own way because they understand the audience so much. I think that's very cool. And it's super smart too because if you can't retire on YouTube one day, that is an easy step to go to another company where it's like, yes, I've worked with X, Y, and Z companies. We've made X amount of dollars and it's. Great, now you have more of a career, which I think is really important for for because I don't think kids understand that. Obviously, that cause everyone's like, I want to be a YouTuber. I'm like, first of all, yeah, there might be a YouTube. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, learn we'll to see. find out what the next step is yeah. after that, though. Yeah, yep. really think ahead and well, it's start interesting planning because yeah. the movie industry and the television industry, like way back in the day, used to be able to just like walk up to a studio and be like. I'm an actor, and they'd be like, "You're in our picture." Yeah. Like they'd be like, "Come in, come on in." Or Dude, it's like, I think my dad still thinks that. One time he said, "I look like Ashton Kutcher, and so I should go walk around the lot, and they'd hire me as his little." Yeah, my dad used to do that too. Yeah, I was like, "Dad, that's, that's not." That's I was like, "There's so at least there's at least two more steps before that." Goes. That's the thing, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, used, yeah get like, an Ashton Kutcher wig. But like, yeah. you really used to be able <laughs> and to do take that. A lift down and there. I can't think of another. I'm sure there's other. Like back when studios would like buy celebrities to like live in their on their lot, oh, and yeah, like like you could. Servitude. I mean, yeah, but but I mean, you could literally just walk into a studio and be like, "I've got the look," and if you had it, you they'd put you in a movie or something. And um, wait, you know, I think that stop. Say that again, but say it even more old time. And look <laughs> this way. I've got the look. Find your light. Um, You're hired. And 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 then and then that grew into it's a harder thing. But you know, even before YouTube, people were striving to go to Hollywood and live the American dream and become a big star, an actor, or a football player, or whatever. What have you? And I think YouTube definitely did the exact same thing, but but for you in your home, like you don't even need to leave your fucking home. You can turn your camera on on your computer, and you could be a star and make mm-hmm. millions of dollars or whatever. And um, it, but it but, was also because people were breaking down the fourth wall, and they felt very connected, so they felt yeah, like were, they were friends, right? And mm-hmm. then the moment you kind of betray that relationship yes. with an ad, it's like, what is this? I'm yeah. watching this because I don't want to watch television. Right. Yeah, it's almost like a don't you know I know you? Like, why are you yeah. not talking to me as me right now? Right, unless they are, and then it. it, it Tends to be more successful. Yeah, it works when they, yeah, when they I, use their own voice. I, in, in saying like the who the hell who the hell cares anymore? Yes, it's just a normal thing. I do. I, I also would like to say I think it is important to be an active thinker for anybody that is taking that stuff on because you do have an audience and a lot of people in what we do have a young audience and I think you have a responsibility to be honest and forthcoming with that audience and not just shill anything that comes your way you know yeah, things that right. you actually I said notice stuff. Yeah, the yeah. things you would actually back and understand and do a little bit of research in it and. 
make it creative, make it fun. I've said that's always no, interesting. And, and I've said yes, and then regretted saying yes, and yeah. I've said yes, and then I think not regretted a it. Still, probably shouldn't have done it, but you know, yeah. I what on the point of like um, how smart the audience is nowadays, and like how it like, and I don't know how if you experience this as well, Joven, but like in my experience with the Valley folk, the people who are watching us tend to be very in on the joke, and like they get it. Like, there's no, mm-hmm. it's like there's a shorthand. There's no need to explain stuff. But like, I I was thinking about uh, when I was in New York. Um, before I left, Lee had written some sketch, and like there was a joke in it about me drinking a lot. It was like that, like classic, like I really drink a lot. And I was like, nah, I don't really want the the like alcohol joke in there again. I was like, it's kind of kind of whatever. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I was like, if that is the joke <laughs> that's like getting written, or if there are comments from the audience, or if there's something where it's like that, like it go- going to this brand conversation. Yeah. There's this thing I think where because there's so much transparency, I personally don't feel tethered to like a brand anymore, which is very nice. I think it makes m- me feel like I'm not always able to s- speak totally freely because it's like amorphous and shit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, if people are noticing that, that's like a, it's like almost like I learned from the audience something about myself that I wasn't really wanting to like oh, to own. Yeah. And so I was sitting there, I was like, for one, why do I care if somebody's making a, a joke about me drinking so much? And then uh, for two, why are they making that joke in the first place? And it's like both of those are just like, oh, if I want to not be uh, perceived that way, I need to like actually just stop drinking as mm-hmm. much as I do because that's clearly that's how you're presenting yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. and clearly there's something in my actions. Ev- that's, it's breaking yeah. through. Everyone, yeah. everyone has a brand. Everyone like, and especially when it comes to comedy, like uh, point, all jokes yeah. are kind of like uh, built out of like some kind of truth. Another word for it is personality. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah. have a personality. <laughs> like, it's a good personality. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, now, now he doesn't like the words. Would being you say yet. that uh, <laughs> Elliot is influenced by his choices? Yes. I would say Elliot is a personality. He's a comedian who is also a personality. And this is a perfect time to let everybody know Elliot's introspection is brought to you by Crown Royal. Yes, Crown Royal. Actually, it, it actually, is, it actually is a perfect time to do our sponsors. <laughs> that is really funny. I'm not yeah. even kidding. Like It's it's the perfect time for it. Um, <laughs> so let's do it. What were you saying? Were you, did you have more? more? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Do you have anything else? We've decided you're done, Joe. Joe, and thank you for being here today. All right, all right, I'll see myself out. <laughs> hey, everybody, we have uh, th- three really great sponsors uh, on the podcast today. All of them are going to help you look good. We're going to start off with uh, Me Undies, one of our favorite. We were talking about them earlier. We kind of gushed. Um, they're Me great. Undies, they're the best. They use coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. And if you've never felt this fabric, get ready to experience pure bliss in underwear form. And it's not just underwear form. As we were saying, they're the comfiest damn pants we've yeah. put on. We've already done the read, basically. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. Yeah, we really did. Yeah, you can get any style that's uh, perfectly suited for you. Men and women can each choose from four different cuts, all of which are available from classic colors to adventurous prints. Uh, this is perfect. Jump on board now because Christmas is coming up. You can get these for yourself. A little Christmas present to you, Christmas present for your, your significant other or your family. It's great. And they have holiday prints, which is also awesome. Uh, they have uh, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every Tuesday, which means you'll have no excuse not to celebrate the holidays right down to your very core and to your, your giblets. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Your jibbles. <laughs> and don't stop there. MeUndies is launching their holiday prints in lounge <laughs> pants and onesies as well. Both are made from the same micromodal oh. fabric as their undies. Get them for you. Get them for your loved one. Also, MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners for any first-time purchasers. When you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. No-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever try on. And to do that, 
what you are going to do is you're going to go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash Valley to get your 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and get this 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash everybody. Valley. Thank you. All right, on to the next one. Joe, thank you so much. Uh, back to me in the studio. Uh, guys, I just want to talk to you a little bit about, while I can, while I have you here, while I have your ear, uh, Muggsy jeans. Ooh, now, Muggsy, Muggsy jeans are mm, they're just mm. the most comfortable jeans ever made. Why don't you pair those with uh, that other brand we just did? Oh. And you can have yourself a real comfy out. Imagine being as comfortable as you possibly can. At one time. At one time. Yeah, it's man. possible. That's intense. With Muggsy jeans, and that's no exaggeration. These jeans are literally as comfortable as sweatpants. Mm. Let me tell you a little bit about founder Leo. Well, he started Muggsy because he was tired of being uncomfortable in his jeans. Thank you, Leo. He spent five years working with industry experts to totally redesign and perfect jeans for the regular guy. Dedication. Now Muggsy owes their ridiculous comfort to their high-level, high-tech fabrics, Ooh. which include materials like synthetic silk, and a bunch of other technical stuff we won't waste your dang time talking about. Thank you, Muggsy. Mm, mm. We've all tried these on. You can stretch in them. Make that booty look good. It does make I'm, that booty look good. I'm wearing jeans right now, and I'm uncomfortable. I think I need some of those jeans. Yeah, we might oh. need to hook you up with some of these uh, Joven jumping jeans. in, helping out on the ad reads. Dude, Listen. Tell the, Joven how to get the jeans. Joven, I'll tell you how to go then. You can go to MuggsyJeans.com. Mm-hmm. That's right. M-U-G-S-Y. J-E-A-N-S dot com to get a pair of the most comfortable men's jeans in the world and use the code Valley and guess what? You get 10 bucks off. Did you say J-Y? Am I, did I have a stroke just there? Did you spell it wrong? <laughs> M-U-G-S-Y-J-E-A-N-S dot com. Oh, I heard a J. Wow. Alright. Because I was spelled the whole thing Stroke out. over. Please continue with this, <laughs> this profitable ad read. No, no more toast. toast? No more no toast. toast? Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, but yes, if you go to MuggsyJeans.com uh, and use that code Valley, you'll get $10 off your Muggsy jeans. Do it. All you really need to know is that Muggsies are so soft, breathable, ridiculously flexible, and you won't be able to wear any other jeans again. You can literally sleep in these jeans. Mm. They even make sitting at a desk all day feel like a dream. They Ooh, are that Jovan. comfortable. Talking about you. Okay you can do this. yoga in these damn jeans, but look like you're on the farm. And guys, Muggsy just launched their fall line with five new awesome styles, including safe for work chinos. Hell yeah. So head to MuggsyJeans.com. That's M-U-G-S-Y jeans.com to get a pair of the most comfortable men's jeans in the world. Ooh. Use that code Valley for $10 off. That's MuggsyJeans.com. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Guys, Ooh. can I talk to you for Fist a little bump bit? bump that. <laughs> First of all, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough for discussing the comfort of clothes and how important that is. In addition to comfort, there's also something called style. And I would like Ooh. to talk to you about how to have your own personal stylist with the help of Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. I'm wearing them right now, and I love them. Just go to stitchfix.com slash valley and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. And here's what's going to happen after that. You're going to be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items and send right to your door. Then you try them on. Pay only for what you love. That reminds me, I need to pay for what I got because I have not. And return the rest. Shipping and exchanges and returns, they're always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Guys, Stitch's styling fee is only $20, and that is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So here's what you're going to do. You can get started right now at stitchfix.com slash valley, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That is a stitchfix.com slash valley. To get started today, stitchfix.com slash valley. 
Cool. Nice work, Elliot. Nice but work, Joe. Nice anyway, work, Joven. As a result, I'm not drinking as much now. It's just going like, oh, I don't want to drink as much. And it's been really nice. Oh, so now let's talk about my topic. So um, the other day, we were driving somewhere with Joe Beretta in the car, and he had to pee so bad it hurt. It was real bad. Oh, so like my story. question to you guys is, is have you ever hmm. had to pee so bad it hurt? <laughs> yes. It hurt. I was the lone voice of like support for Joe while everyone else was because saying, Matt don't stop. and Shane and I were like, "What are you guys talking about?" Yes, and we were like, "We You've have to." Never pee. been to that Wait, point. It's never hurt you. No, really. It has never actually hurt to have to pee so bad. I Not was like feeling all you it's can felt think. Felt pain. incredibly uncomfortable, and it's been like, "Oh, I got a fucking pee." It just feels like you got a full bladder, but it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's well, all consuming. I, Sorry, I feel Joe, like huh? I feel like. And you, maybe you guys can relate to this. Uh, it, it, there's the pain of needing to pee so bad that it hurts, but also I think needing to poop so bad that actually hurts because sometimes it might be a gas bubble. Sometimes your body's I've just never doing had stuff. To poop that so I don't bad. have. I would, oh, really? Never had I've that. Had a, yeah. I've had a Me poop either. pain from like a there's a bad diarrhea coming. <laughs> oh man, I like <laughs> poop jokes. <laughs> Even when it's not a joke, I just think it's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. You learn that term poop pain that means a bad diarrhea is coming from your doctor. From your doctor, doctor yeah. The well, there was a, that classic commercial where so they a little sang bit of, a little bit of backstory <laughs> is that uh, we were on the way. They they surprised me for my birthday and we were we were they got a limo for us. And they were taking me to medieval times for the first time. I have good friends. Thank you guys so much. It meant a lot to me. It's great times. Uh, but I also, I also have not been drinking at all, like for a month and a half. And then on that night, I said, okay, I'll, I'll drop partake. my streak. I'll, I'll partake because uh, you guys are so kind. So I had a couple beers before getting into the limo. Those <laughs> ran through me. Had a couple more beers on the limo. We are in stop-go traffic. It's yeah. rush hour in L.A. And you guys are driving very far away to get to medieval times. And I just, I have well, we to, go to go at to, some point. To, to, to Camelot. Yeah. And yeah. I had to go to the bathroom and they go, no, we're not pulling over because mm -hmm. we have to get somewhere. And you were the time. birthday boy and they didn't stop for you? So well, it was like, I had to be like, guys, he's... He so, was a he was laying down in the limo, Joven, with a bottle <laughs> about right. to pee, is, and I was like, "This, this is, is a grown man." The window is down. The now, driver can hear everything that's going on, yeah. and and all three of them are like, "Yeah, it's perfectly so, normal to pee in the limo." I mean, we're not peeing unfair. in the limo. There's there's two people here, and I'm alone here, so I'm bringing in a, a for another okay, person. Okay, you you bring him in. I'll see uh, the majority. Of it. This is Matt Rock. Uh, uh, this is Alan Thick. That's really Matt Alan Thick. Feeling well, so I'm his. Voicemail Wait, you've got to be kidding that me. Is really that is really Alan Thick. <laughs> it's the last thing he did before he died. It literally. <laughs> We're not joking. That is, no way. I, I was yeah. there. I heard him do it. And then he stole our limo to go do uh, another event at Dodger Stadium or something. Wait. That's so funny. He died right after doing that. Not long he after. He died the second he was done recording it. <laughs> He's like, and click. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would feel like a, the ultimate fulfillment. He'd be done. Listen. <laughs> No, okay. Well, but you let can me... tell your side of the story, and we well, can be sad for the birthday boy who had to no, pee no, no. real bad. I just want to let me finish, right? Okay. So my pain, the pain isn't even a bladder pain. That I got so filled up that it was actually hurting like the kidney area. Yeah, that's and like, crazy. And I was like, I gotta go. And this has happened three times in my life, right? This was one of them. And the two other times it happened is when I was at a movie theater as a younger, like college age man. And I drank too much soda, like a big old large, and I didn't want to miss the end of a movie <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> Where I just took in too much liquid and then yeah. held it way too damn long. Steve, I was in so much pain when you guys dropped me off, off on the off-ramp so I could walk to McDonald's because it was still taking too long. Yeah, the I traffic was so bad. I didn't make it to McDonald's. <laughs> I peed on the corner. 
Let's oh, stop. Let's behind stop right an there. electrical I love box. Your birthday so much. Yeah, let's stop right there. Let's it, explore this, guys. <laughs> uh, so Joe in a panic, feeling like he's letting his <laughs> friends down, who have surprised him. So he's already feeling a certain level of anxiety. He has to pee so bad that organs are hurting, and he is unable to make it to the fast food restaurant, and instead pees where? Uh, uh in public on the sidewalk. Uh, behind an electrical box at a very busy intersection. Like a homeless crazy man. Uh, well, like yeah. a nine-year-old child that couldn't hold it a little bit longer. Here, the other thing, too, <laughs> the other thing, too, was is the, option, tried. the option to pee into a fucking bottle was presented to you. Okay, I wasn't against it. That is not a safe bet, though, because you do not know if you will, in fact, pee more than what that bottle contained. Well, here's, That's well, true, and it would have been so much more. Elliot, back me up. I was going to do it. Other people told me not to. It's a dignity thing. Well, you have, not I'm even sorry. Oh, I no, 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 there's no dignity. Another man's this. business. It was smart that you did not do that. You, yes. This is ridiculous. This is preposterous. Yeah. You're a grown uh, man. If you gotta pee, you pee in a bottle, and that's how that's how it goes. Right. But here's so the you're thing. wrong. So you're objectively but wrong. Here's you the thing. yourself. Here's the thing, though. We were in insane traffic. Like, it was like mm-hmm. not normal LA traffic. No, technically to get from the valley to where you were going, yeah, no, that's that's But it was like at, five five PM. at that time of day, yeah. We were uh-huh. we were supposed to go uh-huh. an hour later. We moved everything an hour earlier and that's... it added two hours <laughs> to our whole day. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So it was like we had to like really plan this thing out and it was like we had it perfect. We set everything perfectly and they didn't account for urination. Here's a moment, here's something that we that no one brought up. That I'm about to bring up, we let you pee before we left. Oh, yeah, but this was two hours. We told you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a perfectly we normal thing. We told you that happens. We told you to pee before we left. Empty bladder, and then we, and then in the car, it, it got so bad that we had to pull. Mm. We had to not, We couldn't just pull over mm. off the freeway. Wait, are or you anything. do not bladder shame the man. Yeah, man. I'm bladder shaming. Steve that's wasn't drinking. Steve, well, you not... weren't drinking anything. It's... I was drinking. I was drinking a Coca-Cola. You had a Coke. I was drinking a Coca-Cola. I four beers. And, and I had two glasses of water mm-hmm. at the bar beforehand. What are you saying? Are you saying that because? You are able to hold it, therefore everyone else should. No, 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 no. I'm okay, saying that sounds is like my you're saying. Rule that. I'm saying plane, out of five of us. Oh, okay. Out yeah. of five of us, three of us were like, "What the hell is wrong with you guys?" I had to pee. You have to pee sometimes. I know, but we were just we. It was a real interesting situation because it was like just pee in the bottle. I like, said I would. You told me not to be in the bottle. I think you I were think having. I think what a... <laughs> happened was is Matt and I were okay with you peeing in the bottle, and you so was Shane. I think Elliot was not okay. I am not. I wouldn't right be upset off. with anybody doing that. We are grown men. We are not children going to prom who are going to pee in the back of a car. We looked like. I think we were learning. I think we're learning now that it was Elliot's fault. There were many lies. Yes, it was my fault that Joe got relief to pee. I will take full credit for that. I would like to to mention though that this story goes to prove that. You've had many a birthdays, but this has to be a great memory now only because this is a story that you will forever be able to tell. It's the things that go wrong yeah. that are the most fun to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, totally. you, you saw a bunch of knights hitting each other with sticks. That's cool. Oh, we had a great but time. But the time, <laughs> Joe had to pee so badly, <laughs> he had to pee behind an electrical box. That is yeah. the story that will stick. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, the mo- I felt so much shame, you guys. I saw people crossing the crosswalk, and I was like, I got to get it. Oh. I know they know what I'm doing. Now I'm going to go hide behind well, we had a good time. We ended up having a good time. We got to medieval times, 
and uh, we were late for Joe's knighting ceremony, which was kind of shitty, but it's okay. We'll do it next time. <laughs> I saw that night? knighting ceremony. You Listen, you good, saw man. the end of the knighting ceremony. So Listen, if I had seen the end, make me feel if bad. I had seen the end yeah, of the Dark Knight Rises, I'd be like, this. "This is a bad movie." You would have sacrificed. If I'd seen the end Steve. of Toy Story Three, I'd be like, "This is a bad movie." What you were proposing? What you were proposing? If I saw the end of the Dark Knight. Steve, I'd say this is a bad movie. What you are saying is that the 45 minutes of time that we still had to be in that limo, sacrificing that amount of time on a guy's birthday because you want to see him get knighted <laughs> is not fair. Which is also still That's a not, Joe experience. Yeah, yeah. which is exactly. So it's more important that Joe feels comfortable and is having a good time the entire time. And he time. would have if he had peed in and, the bottle. And there's if you'd let him pee line. in the bottle. Yeah, so Joe, anyway, Joe we ended up having a great time at Peeing medieval time. No, the bottom line is you yeah. didn't want Joe to pee in the bottle. You wanted to pee too so it was more of a no. it was more of a selfish first of all I was, did not stop it I, it was happening Joe was I down there and I was like looking down Alex, you were not the only one that peed in that McDonald's there was other people that Shane peed that's true people took the opportunity to you're all welcome you're all very very welcome <laughs> yeah it wouldn't happen because happened. of Joe Matt and no I stayed in the car the because we both didn't have to pee mm. Um, but we had a great time, and we ate food around horses, and it was a wonderful evening. Medieval and- time. It was kind of like it was really fun. It was my first time at Medieval Times. We went on a Tuesday, so it was kind of like the pathetic night. There was like nobody in the stands. Even it was better. us and a couple other people. And it but and everyone was a VIP. Yeah, we it, thought we were special. It felt it felt a little antiquated. Like good for them for holding on for a while. But I bet on a Friday night when that place is bumping, it's probably really fun when like. One half of the arena loves a certain color night, and then there's another. Like, I bet you it's pretty freaking crazy. (laughs) Please send me that. This is outside. (laughs) Stevie, we get there, and Stevie immediately is like, "I'm I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna go outside, smoke." (laughs) It became a mission, and then yeah, it it felt like um, for me the memory of that time. I'm sure it was due to the amount that I had uh, consumed, but like. It felt like that stretch of time was, was definitely like an, an alternate universe. Yeah. it felt like yeah. I was like there was sh- I knew there was Shane and it was ever it was like super fun. But like when it was done, I was like, okay, was like, like, back uh, to how long was, was the like, whole surreal. show? How long was it? It was two <laughs> so hours. Long. It was so. It was long, two dude. hours. I felt like we were there for eight hours. See, it's I, a two-hour yeah, show. It felt I've like never eight done hours. medieval times. I've done across the street the. Pirate the Pirates the one I've heard is amazing. That's yeah. what they said. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's really good. We got to do the Pirates. And yeah, during man. the Halloween, just to plug them, they've got Vampirates. We were talking, oh. uh, this is what Matt said. We were we went to a bar afterwards to celebrate uh, Joe's birthday, to end the celebration of Joe's birthday. And, he uh, peed there too. He did pee there too. <laughs> a lot. I was worried. And it hurt then too. I do keep an uh, eye but- on my friend's pee and it is a lot. It is. <laughs> um, I just, I'm just worried about my friend. And so we were out in the patio, I was out in the patio with some friends and we were talking about medieval times. And these two strangers joined in, and we're talking about medieval times. And then this uh, this complete stranger just pipes in and is like, "Have you gotten to the pirate one, man?" And I was like, "No, I have not. I've heard it's amazing." He's that like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That one has titties. <laughs> wow, that, that's the one you want to go to. And I was like, "What?" Was it the same guy who, when we were filming the Wes Anderson thing, screamed <laughs> out, "Gay pride"? <laughs> the the guy with a son, the guy with a trike. son with his child. Was he with his child again? He was with child. <laughs> yeah, was in the bar. He had like a drink and that a was baby. So weird. The other day. <laughs> Dude, uh, Steve and I had a random angel man uh, interaction yesterday. We went and did. This, oh yeah, like, we did have an angel man. We went and did this scavenger hunt. Long story short, we're doing a scavenger hunt. It was, that was very fun with a bunch of other influencers oh. and. The whole the whole Heck thing yeah. is we're running around Culver City 
in Los Angeles and going to landmarks, I, landmarks from like the City studio, landmarks. Culver City landmarks. But anyways, they make this uh, this scavenger hunt with clues and stuff. And the first clue goes over our head. We're kind of like we don't know what this is, and and we started off strong. And out of nowhere, this guy just goes, "Hey!" And we look to the right, and he's like, "You guys, you guys doing a scavenger hunt?" And we're like, <laughs> "No," he said. Are you guys doing a Culver City, City scavenger, scavenger hunt? hunt? And he gets excited. And this guy's w- like he a plant? 40. A very interesting weathered looking man. And yeah. we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, wow, what's the clue? And we read it. And he's like, well, that's Kirk Douglas. That's the Kirk Douglas Theater across the street that way. And we're like, thanks. And then we turn to go. And we turn around. And he's gone. Okay. <laughs> and that's like, um, hold on. I don't know why you haven't put two and two together it yet. It was Kirk Douglas. <laughs> that was... That was Joe from the future coming back. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. He had to put on a you whole outfit. You needed to win this. Well, that's the Kirk Douglas <laughs> Theater. I'd hang out, but I really got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> and it, w- it would be future it Joe. a little. Future Joe from like five years from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. Just weathered. Um, um, I have to sneak away, but I appreciated uh, being on this podcast with uh, you, Joe. I love you so much. You're one of my I favorite you too, people buddy. in real life and on the internet. We're like so right thank here. Dude, Joven, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you were one of the best. Only my favorite person. The be only one good Steve person leaves. on the Valley, folks. Wow, well, thank you, Joven. That's very real, nice. <laughs> I love everything about you. Wow. This would hurt thank more you, if Joe and I didn't agree. Let's play games and stuff and hang out. I live in the valley as well. We'll come here all so, the time. Oh Once we God. get our streaming set up at, at some point One years day. from now, you should come uh, play with us. <laughs> yeah. All right, I love you all. Goodbye. All right, bye. bye. Have fun. Um, Whatever you're doing, Steve. Who's going to honk the horn? <laughs> yeah, you know how to... Oh, okay, bye. We'll see you later. All right. Is he going to... Joven, do you have a, a topic? He actually you... needs to go back in time <laughs> to the actual uh, to the uh, He's like, scavenger I gotta go, hunt. I got to go give somebody a clue. He's like, uh, I need to warn Joe. Goodbye. It's Kurt Douglas. Is he going to leave that door open? You're going to leave, leave that, that do- door open like a monster? Yeah, you son of a bitch. Joven, do you have anything that you wanted to discuss today? Uh, d- d- how excited are you guys about Disney Plus? Ooh, let's talk about it. Hmm. I think it's a dumb name. Do you? Yeah. I, I think it's safe. I think it's, it's Disney-ish, the, it's, right? Yeah. Normally, there's just do? like a, it's like, oh, of course you call it that. Like, Disney Plus was like, ah, okay, I didn't see it coming. It's nothing like exciting. They could have called it the Magic Kingdom, and I would have been like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Here they, we go. Yeah. I wanted them to call it like the DDP, like Disney Digital Platform, and just DDP. That's pretty good. Uh, what about like cool. Walt's House? <laughs> Walt's House? Like, that's vault? a little creepy. What if they call it the Vault? The vault. That's not bad. They are so big, yeah, the yeah, so big on branding. It should have been the Vault. It's so big on branding. They have the Disney Vault. And mm-hmm. so if they don't have the Disney Vault classics in the Disney Vault, then that people. Disney I think fans it's an incredibly upset. brilliant move. And I'm saying this with a little bit of ignorance. I, I assume I know what, 100% what they're doing, but why don't you educate, educate so us what's, really quick? What's really exciting about this versus like a Netflix is I do think that they are rebranding digital distribution in the sense that we are getting uh, Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki in a series. In a series on it, right? Yeah, so I, I think that's given it the element of like a cinematic element, uh, but in a show form. And there are some networks that do that really well, like uh, HBO or something. And even some of Netflix shows are like really good. But I think that this is going to like raise the bar what Disney is capable of doing with their long-form content. And being able to have that in the same place where we're going to get Two Star Wars live. That's action what I was going to say. To be clear, you know, we're getting this is Disney, Disney, it's everything Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe. They bought Fox, correct? That went through. Uh, it. Uh, I believe in January it finally, final, finally right. happens. So that's like Simpsons and all that other stuff that they used yeah, to have. Like, think about there's that. so much. There's going to be a lot be to go on, on this there. platform. Uh, and I know that the argument is like, 
like, oh, it's just another thing to spend money on. I think this is going to replace a lot of things, which is kind of scary and kind of exciting for them. And like, hey, it's a giant corporation, and sometimes you gotta you gotta see them win because this it's is a this massive cool. corporation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just the result of being a monopoly. It's like that. Yeah. Well, if you remember that they bought half of the entertainment industry, then yeah, you're gonna have a pretty yeah, cool you're streaming have a service. Big thing, and, and so I, Muppets. Muppets is a Disney property. Yep. I, I'm just like, so excited for the things that they can do with it. Ba- Based on already what they're doing, like with Marvel, they have announced that uh, the Loki show is one of the things, but they've hinted at other Marvel characters getting their own show on this. And again, it's like these like AAA actors mm-hmm. getting these Marvel shows. It's like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Did you say, I heard you say real quick, the live action Star Wars shows? Yes. Shows? Is that a thing? That's there happening? are two live action Star Wars shows, one of which is uh, called The Mandalorian, being done by John Favreau, one of my favorite actor Stoke. directors. Yeah, amazing. Um, uh, and it, it does follow someone that's, to dumb it down, the uh, Boba Fett armor kind of stuff. Oh, right, yeah, right, right. Tell me the right. time you guys have ever been like, man, screw you, John Favreau. Never. Never. Mm-hmm. He's, He's so right. good in everything. And man, did you see his cameos in Friends? I loved his yeah. character. He's, He's so funny. Very charming. Um, Dude, the, the live-action Star Wars thing, that sounds, for some reason, very... That would be what would make me as a consumer. Sign and up. they've already announced that there is a second one based on, and I'm going to forget the character and the actor's name, but uh, the male protagonist in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting a, a show starring him. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I'm hoping... We're getting a lot of stuff that nobody asked for, but we're getting it. Yeah. I'll take it. And, and that was kind yeah. of a problem with Solo, but I love Solo. I just say that right now. But I uh, like Solo too. Solo's really good. I didn't love. I I. You know what? Maybe I did love it. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. I that's an unpopular say opinion. The favorite. It's my favorite. That's above Empire Strikes Back. I loved Rogue Wait, One. What is? I loved Rogue Solo. One. Solo. Solo is above Empire Strikes yeah. Back for you. Yeah. Wow. Because I felt like that oh, was a movie. Dang. Yeah. Very. That bold. was a movie that was like I think it was made for Star Wars fans. There's a lot of people that's like, why do they keep showing Han's dice? Like, who cares about his dice? Why does the dice have to be a thing? I'm like, because it's Han's dice, man. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Um, Rogue One was really good, and uh, I'm hoping that we get. K2SO, which was uh, voiced by one of my favorite actors, uh, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk, yeah. Uh, I hope that he comes back for it. Uh, Yeah, man. I I think we're on the same page. Two live action Star Wars shows with one confirmed Marvel show. What's everything else Disney? The uh, what I wanted out of Rogue One, the prequel that I wanted was uh, what were the two um, Asian guys' names? The cool, like the, the duo. No, the the duo from Rogue One. The, the yeah. uh, one that thought he had the force, yeah. but he didn't. The forces. Uh, oh, yeah, forces the blind. With, the, yeah, the blind the, I loved those two. That was the backstory and where that, I was like, and that give me actor, their story. One, that yeah, actor, yeah. Uh, you know. The the thing with Star Wars, to not to like derail the conversation from Disney Plus, but like I feel like I'll bring it back. Star Wars is like the only property I feel like where I personally watch it and I I really don't assess whether or not it's any of it's good or bad. Like I just feel you get lost. Each, you each movie, yeah, I'm like, let's do this. Like I'm like, You're even in. if it's not that great, like Solo has its problems or like, it dips or whatever. I mean, in my opinion, and then like I just don't care. Like I just love Star Wars yeah. for some, but I'm not like a. I think that's okay. That's you being a, like a, your inner child, just and enjoying freaking movies. And not, yeah, not caring. Whether like, someone right. likes the movie or not, if it can accomplish that, it is done wonders. Yeah. And um, Star Wars, for me, even the new ones, like I think they get crapped on a lot, and I do think they can get dragged. But yeah, I liked them. I actually didn't like Last Jedi. I thought Last Jedi was kind of a, a, a of the really any Star Wars. I thought Last Jedi had some super awesome set pieces that are just stuck in my mind. Like when they light, when she light speed kills the freaking ship. It's Looks so beautiful. cool. All right, so what else is coming for? Uh, 
Disney Plus, we have a rebooted version of High School Musical franchise. Okay, let's start with that. <laughs> It'll also be a hub for oh, animated content, including the next season of Star Wars The Clone Wars, which mm-hmm. is cool, and a new original animated series based on Pixar's Monsters, Inc., which is my favorite uh, Pixar franchise. I love Monsters, Inc. It's great. Uh, exclusive movies include Noel, a Christmas movie about Santa's daughter, played by Anna Kendrick. Oh, I'll watch it. God, I love Anna and Kendrick. And Togo, a movie about the 1925 Gnome Serum Run starring Willem Dafoe. Who doesn't like Willem Dafoe? I got, here's a prediction. Disney st- launches this. It is a Netflix competitor, the only Netflix competitor that has a chance. This Five also says they're pulling all of their Netflix yeah. content. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. Which Five years from now, it. Netflix will be, uh, because they're in debt, they're going to be absorbed by Disney. Oh. And Disney is then going to inherit House of Cards. They're going to inherit all the uh, the Netflix original oh shows, all the all that shit. I, well, I, you, That's see, mine. you see Netflix making the move now that Obviously, they have a lot of originals, and I mm-hmm. think it's going to go into because I, they are now starting their own studio to be able to create them. Because right now, it is for Netflix; they just purchase uh, productions that are already done and then license it out. That's what they—that's how they got the Jungle Book, mm-hmm. um, or the, the new Jungle Book that Andy Serkis is directing. Um, so they might move in that direction and just be a completely different entity in five years. You mean like House of Cards was made and then they purchase House of Cards, or do you yes. mean like wow, really? That, that, is, that is not a Netflix studio, really for sure. Because he spent ninety five percent. All right, interesting. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah, at least maybe with season one and then season two. And three then they pick and, it up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. to your point, they're making their. They're like, we're taking it in house now. Yeah, um, but yeah, they are creating their own studio cool. to just make new stuff. So I think Netflix will change and become a completely different beast, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, just this. Uh, oh, there's also a live action, and this is weird, but kind of cool. A live action, uh, um, Lady and the Tramp being released i think it's one of the launch titles also oh interesting uh, and for for disney fans that's kind of a, a and you know thing. what else is mm-hmm. under their banner and it'll be like because you're i think what you're predicting makes sense Just but that, what yeah. else is underneath that banner is abc so all abc programming and also mm-hmm. espn is also a disney thing well, yep. so my thought is that we also yes. could be potentially looking at an antitrust lawsuit before they take over the world. There's going to be a lot of like that. Monopoly people are going to try to be broken. Well, that's down. one of the reasons why. So with the ABC purchase, or I'm sorry, uh, ABC purchase. No, no, no. With the um, the Fox purchase, they couldn't get Fox News and they couldn't get Fox Sports because that actually would be illegal for them to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so that was like carved out of the the yeah. deal. Is that yeah? So like the, you know they landed on the chance board and then the little Monopoly guys like, nah, man, that's Monopoly. You can't do that. You know, it's like we, uh, we, everyone back in the day used to be like, oh, I wish cable wasn't, you didn't need all these channels. Uh, but now the, the opposite thing. It's like, oh, I wish you could just choose your channels. And now you can kind of choose your channels, but you have to choose these massive mm-hmm. platforms and you end up paying a crap ton of money. It all still adds less up in a money. Way. Mm-hmm. Still less money than, uh, cause I, I did the math recently and has to be, yeah. I think an average cable bill with like, Less than all of the works, uh, but still more than what you normally get is around 100, 120. And uh, that just seems ridiculous. Cable is insanely expensive because cable companies will also try to uh, link it up with phone and other things. Get that package. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it it does add up pretty quickly just for the cable. (sighs) That's so much. But I would say anybody who complains about the entertainment that they're like, we are in the golden age of entertainment. So it's like, if we pay, Roughly the same amount that people have been paying for twenty years, and we're getting the type of shows we're getting right mm-hmm. now. Worth it. Like we are making right. a lot. Like it's better, more bang for your buck. I think. And it's not like it. Like if you missed it on Monday night at eight, like you won't be able to see it. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch the last three episodes yeah. of uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I got it. Entertainment, yeah. like in your lifestyle, is very nice. We're mm-hmm. very gone from the days of. Uh, I, and who knows if you ever did it? Like actually channel surfing and 
accidentally finding something. Like, there that's is not something is, that happens anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, there was a study. I don't want to get all nerdy on it, but there was like a study that if you hear a song on the radio, you're more excited to listen to it than whether you have it on CD because it is that that sense of chance. Oh, it's that discovery factor. Yeah. It's like you won the lottery. Yeah, or yeah. like when you see a movie mm-hmm. on like USA. It's like, like if Batman Returns. Yeah, you, yeah, you would have oh, put on yeah. the DVD to watch Transformers, but it's like, oh, it's on TBS. I wouldn't yeah, let it in I'll my house. Yeah. It's that, that serendipity <laughs> moment that makes you feel good. Like, oh, I got it. And that's that's kind of the same thing behind those gross YouTube videos where adults are opening up like packages of toys mm. and they have billions of views because they're just giving the prize yeah. to the viewer. Yeah. And little ki- little kids, it like they stare at it. It's all about the prize. It's the same thing. It's weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I've just always been fascinated with with uh, cutting the cable for like the last five six years, and just whatever Disney does next, I'm super excited. You're on board. I, I discovered the uh, great holiday bake off or whatever it is on Food Network the other night, and I got uh, pretty high and uh, mm-hmm. watched this guy <laughs> named somebody sent me his yeah, info. I just watched his all name of is like Teddy. He's like a chef, a pastry chef, and he's a super eccentric hilarious looking dude and i just got super into it and um the food network knows what they're doing man like these these i tell you these christmas themed cookies (laughs) are they're a delight and this man made a gingerbread cookie with a little curved hand that hooked into the coffee mug oh my god and uh yeah oh my god this must have been blowing your mind it was it just made it filled me with like christmas joy and i was like oh this is what i'm doing i'm just gonna watch a lot of a lot of christmasy Hmm. cooking shows but food network is something that i wish there was more of on the platforms right now all right i'm gonna parlay um joven's conversation into my topic which we can we can just lightly cover because i don't know how much you guys have seen of either of these things that i want to talk about real quick but i I can't wait watched two movies for the first time one took a little while i was uh i I didn't do it because i think i was scared of emotion and then the other one uh i'm just really glad i fell into and it was starring Nicolas cage so first <laughs> i saw her shocking that those weren't time. the same film oh, i watched her cool sorry i, I want to see yeah. her her oh you haven't seen i it? haven't seen her uh I, I i'm asking i'm like oh you haven't seen it and i watched it like <laughs> yeah. last week it's so good it's such an exploration on just like how humans just mm-hmm. need connection and maybe i think i was scared to matter. watch it so was i yeah i was just like it's a little too real and, uh, a real, and afraid of being uh, sad and it is sad but it's also beautiful and it's such a a journey it's the reason i brought my mustache back because they just they highlight the mustache so well in that movie you didn't watch it on a plane did you no i watched it okay. by myself in the house it's really good it, uh, it i watched dunkirk on a plane uh did you cry pretty dumb move <laughs> <laughs> i still liked it but yeah it was bad well i just it. found out recently that if you watch because of the altitude uh if you watch a movie on the plane you are more likely to feel emotion i feel oh. i get incredibly emotional yeah. when i fly so i get like so, teary-eyed for no reason uh, tells so you're me, horny yes. and crying yeah. i get Oh, and that's the other thing, Joan. I get super horny on on flights, like really? crazy horny. Interesting. Yeah. He just that's... cries and <laughs> I get cr- I cry and I masturbate. Yeah. I'm not allowed time. on Delta, United. I'm still good on Southwest. <laughs> JetBlue lets you do anything. JetBlue doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, JetBlue encourages it. Um, her... First class and Virgin, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's one day. Um, fingers crossed. Her is fantastic, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, like I walked away from it being sad for for many reasons, but also tearing up because it's so beautiful because it really is just a commentary on as humans as people that are just floating through existence all we're really yearning for is a legitimate connection to something that understands you that empathizes with you and if it comes from a freaking phone Mm -hmm. or another human or a tree cam girl does it matter does it matter Mm -hmm. if it brings you a little bit of happiness no it doesn't joe uh, it's so Um, good 
I it's what's inter. We had this conversation a little bit about like what humans are craving and and the connection and all that stuff. And I was talking about like somebody said recently that most of our experience. I don't know where it was. Somebody said most in most of our experiences in life are internal our internal world. So we're in our head and we're we're kind of half experiencing these things. And you were like. I was like, it, the problem is like making the external world even happen, like engaging with the world around mm-hmm. you. And so you end up not watching stuff like movies or reaching out to people or saying hi to people at a party and like answering the phone when somebody calls. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. You just stay and you're like, Da-da-da. and so then on the heels of this conversation, Joe, you were like, do you want to go down and, and see if they have any kind of like business discounts for the gym o- over there to see if like we can maybe get a gym <laughs> membership and, and like really go for it, you know, and, and maybe we can like work out in the morning. I was like, yeah, sure. And we got really excited about it. Didn't happen and it was like a real-time thing of us and our i mean at least i can only speak for myself but in my mind i was like that would be a cool thing to do and i got the satisfaction of not of doing it without ever having yeah. to do it and now you I'm got no, the dopamine rush yeah. and yeah. now you're done yeah. you and i'm the happiness from it but we'll feel that rush again when we talk when we talk about it one more time another thing that i that yes. i that came to my mind while i was watching it and and assessing my feelings after it was over was the concept of i mean it's old enough now i don't want to give it away for joven too much but uh, uh, the concept of <laughs> like, as, <laughs> as people, as a, as a human, I think we, um, I think we don't realize enough that when we fall in love or like or get attracted to something, a lot of the times what you're getting attracted to, whether it's a person or a thing, yes, please, is a moment. So it's like when two people fall in love, they are falling in love with the version of what those people are in that moment. Interesting, you know, and moment and people and things evolve constantly. And you know what a true miracle is is people that stay together for a very long time yeah. because those are two people evolving and changing. And for you to evolve your love from the moment where it started and then to be able to appreciate and, and love every single new moment that is created by that person while also oh, having... cry right now. Oh, but beautiful. also having <laughs> yourself as you're evolving and the things that you love and like change... It's so hard to maintain friendships Dude, for life. It and is. To, to, I, yeah. it, it's funny because I was just having this conversation with, with a friend of mine where we're, him and I are like post 30 now. And we're like, here's the thing. Normally around like 26 to 28, you're past your, your early 20s where you're just hanging out with whoever just to have people around you. Yeah. So then you start you to like figure out that. who you are. But then like if you – and then you start to like shed people around you because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need to. And that's why there's so many older people who don't have friends anymore. They're just like, oh, I know the Jones is next door. But like, if you can have and and still have a group of friends into your late twenties and more importantly into your thirties, that is such a rare thing. And to that actually you want to be, you pick yeah, up the 100%. phone when they call. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's and and to sometimes make the effort or just to have that. It's not an easy thing to do. So if you can find it, you keep it and you hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you hope you evolve with it. I have yeah. two friends from first grade that are still my friends nice. and. When I think about it on the heels they're of still in first like grade, this, yeah, they're, they're the best. They never got <laughs> cool. out. Uh, but it's beautiful that we still have a a connection, and I feel like the connection that I have with them, thank God, isn't based on what we did in high school back yeah. in the day. It's like it's based on who we up. are now. Yeah, yeah. and that's I think up, that's uh, so fucking hard to find. Yeah, yeah, man, and the 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 marriage thing too, which is friend, friends. I feel like I'm very kind of like shoot from the hip. Like if it, I don't, you know. If, I, I feel like friends come and go, and especially in adult life, and the mm-hmm. deck gets reshuffled, and it's perfectly normal and healthy for that to happen. Um, but obviously, you know, keep it if it's if it's good and, and, and nice. But, like, the marriage thing, man, like, I'm so genuinely excited. You Both of you guys are married, mm-hmm. so both of you know the, the struggles and the, the pitfalls. I, myself, mm-hmm. never been married. Love the idea. Wait, uh, what? what uh, uh, and so, mm-hmm. but I am so excited, because <laughs> I think what you're, you're talking about, Joe, is this really cool thing of, like, 
you accept that it's not everything you want and it starts as like for sure it's everything you want and and 100 percent of the time the stage of of growth love where it's like oh this is like benefit is like that time where you're like oh this is this you this part of you sucks and i'm still going to stay mm-hmm. with you and this part of me sucks and you're still going to stay with me and like that i don't there's nothing there's nothing more beautiful yeah. than you know what that is i feel like it's like falling in love with the person that's where it starts but then like you really have to be and i think this takes self reflection you got to be in love with the journey Mm-hmm. Too that's, right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. get excited because like about you, it. you might have like a fight, but like that's a part of the road, and it's like all right, we're gonna grow and we're gonna learn from this, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. give up the and when you when you give up that idea, I mean, I know I I struggle with this because consciously I say all that shit, but like then in relationships, if it's not hitting that like perfect puzzle piece, yeah. and I'm like I'm out, but well, like, which is also important to note because if something isn't working or if you aren't happy, you can't think like oh maybe I'll be happy tomorrow. There's there's definitely more to it. Yes, mm-hmm. especially at the up top, you know, yeah. when you're like when everything is fresh. But yeah, that that journey and that like oh i'm gonna do this and like it, i say that but then i i wind up like you know not it, it, i still don't know what that looks like so it's it's a scary i mean i guess i do kind of know what it looks like but i don't know the journey is a nice way of, of thinking it. I, yeah. oh oh that's what i was gonna say it's the death of the idea that everything's gonna be perfect and it's like because i'm reading this book <laughs> but he, thomas the train yeah in it, <laughs> i think i can i think i can <laughs> uh in it he talked about he uh, nietzsche it's a fictionalized version of him he talks about how like what happens is is you grow up you have your religion you have your whatever that you believe in and then at some point in psychologically in usually in your late teens or your early 20s you experience a death of whatever your god is and so you experience and this is nietzsche whatever i would take it early it. But then what happens nine times out of ten, and I think I've fallen into this trap, is you sort of leave your your world, you sort of grow or whatever, and you, you go out into the world. And what happens is you end up just replacing that God with like whatever else. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, it's like numbers and views and money. And then for people, I tend to be more like it's more romantic oriented. So in back of my mind, even though I know that like it's not going to work out perfectly, I my actions are still such that I desire perfect. I believe, yeah, yeah, I still there's still a part of me that's like, oh, there's ultimate salvation in a relationship. There's ultimate salvation from a woman who's going to just like completely get me and all that. And that is something that like I don't I'm not ready to give up the illusion of that mm-hmm. because I think it'll happen naturally, but I know it's there. I know it's like a false thing that's that- like Someone call a, you a romantic. <laughs> no, a, that would be oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> this is such a like a real moment, and it, it, it's, it's such a great and deep way of thinking. How the hell are you about to talk about a Nicolas Cage movie following that? <laughs> we're yeah, just that gonna, such a beautiful. <laughs> yes, we're gonna gloss over it real quick, and I'm just gonna say that holy crap, Mandy is so much fun. Oh, is it? Dude, you, do your two word review. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> Dude, Mandy is awesome. It's this love letter to the, like '80s rock um, movies and stuff like okay. that. It's super fun, super violent, and uh, the what I what I took away from that, other than it just being really cool and a, a total trip, is that we have all these like throwback love letter movies to like even Stranger Things stuff yeah. like that series yeah. that are like going back to the mm-hmm. '80s and and retro La La things. Land. And some people complain about it, and that's fine. And I would complain when they're not done well, but so much is being done. Well, because what they're doing is they're, they're taking these genres which were not perfected back then. Mm-mm, they were just, they just were back then. Yeah. So what has and happened? Spoke to a generation. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll take They've it. had 20, 30 years to simmer. Everything is, has been tightened and they're better. Yep. And all of these love letter throwbacks are just like little 
perfect versions mm-hmm. of what was, and it's so much fun. Good. We're Watch having a great time. Uh, it's so as, good. As, as much as Nick Cage can become like a, a trope, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I love Nick Cage. He's so crazy." But then they won't watch any of those crazy movies. If you liked Mandy, uh, you need to give Mom and Dad. a I chance. saw Mom and Dad. So good. Everybody loves Mom and Dad. I don't you love like it as much as you, okay, it so but good. it's fun. I love the, the concept. The I love foreshadowing. the concept. Yeah. Joe uh, also the didn't like Godfather, so we can't. That's uh, not okay. true at all. I liked mm-hmm. Godfather a lot. Mom Joe Beretta did not like Godfather. You heard it. That is a fact. He thought there was. Zero qual- good quality. I did think films. that Godfather was more entertaining than Godfather Two, and Does. I know that's blasphemous for some people. I've never seen either one. Of them. I think you're wrong, but I think it's. Uh, do you know what Mom and Dad is about? No, I have not heard of that. <laughs> movie. Oh, the con- <laughs> you have to see this movie because the concept's so weird but great. Cool. So something just happens, and they don't need to explain. They don't... Like in the happening, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slightly better, uh, just a hair better. But uh, what winds up happening is every mother and father. On the, all, pl- <laughs> on the planet, all of a sudden, want to kill their ch- children and start doing it. And yeah. it's yeah, and yeah. it's 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 not always uh, like yeah, you I definitely want to see this. Like, and you'll see the interactions where like uh, I won't spoil endings, but like some of the kids like wind up going to their friend's house, and like the parents aren't trying to kill them; they're just trying to kill their, their own, own children. Kids. And Is like it a population control thing. It, no, we were talking about this with like apparently fertility rate is down right now, and I was like, I wonder if there's like a the world evolutionary like yeah. our hum- our DNA is somehow. Uh, just w- watch it. There's so many great moments where you might not even pick up on it as it's happening, and then the moment happens, and you're like, <laughs> Oh my god, why why didn't we see this coming? Cool, uh, but it's so, fun. It's a fun. Yeah, movie. it's a very fun movie. It's take not like- that concept that Joven just presented to you. Yes. Now on top of that. Take a big fat layer of Nick Cage yeah. at his most Nick Cage. Oh, the yeah. most Nick Cage. Like crazy, like up to yeah. up to yeah. eleven kind of thing. Yep. Cool. Anyone, yep. He's partnering up with his wife to kill all of their children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I do need to see this, guys. I, I think you're right. It's a tonight thing and text me afterwards. Uh, it's that good. Speaking of parental films, I, I whenever I was thinking of Mother and I don't I didn't Mother was horrible. Mother's another movie I'm that. I'm afraid to watch it. Don't don't. I That's love not worth your time, Joe. That won't add to See, your that diary. makes me want to watch it. No, it, it's it's not even like, especially when it comes to horror movies where you're like, oh, it's so bad, there's a good quality to it. It was so heavy-handed and so stupid and so like <laughs> someone was trying, they had a message. I'm sorry. Wow, you we have we I hate just, it for different reasons. This movie made me so angry. I was like, oh, I get what you're doing. Oh, we're just going to do this for two hours. Okay, make it stop. It, I don't know. It's, it was a make it stop movie. It was. It got worse and worse, and it, I hated it. Yeah. And I got it's into like an argument a... with the person I saw it with directly after. Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> Darren. Uh, he wanted me to see it. He was proud. Uh, but yeah, no, in the sound design, that was crazy. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, who cares? Uh, this has been fun, guys. Good talk. Fun. Mandy, hey, yeah. I will, or I'll check out Mandy, and I'll check out Mom check and out Dad. Dad. Mom and Dad's what's what called? I've never completely Mom and Dad? missed Other... it. Yeah, I think it's Mom and Dad. Hey guys, I'll find if you're, it. Uh, I bet I can find it by Google. If you're listening yeah. to this on our, our YouTube channel, let us know in the comments uh, mm-hmm. what your favorite Nick Cage at his most Nick Cageist mm. moment is ever. <laughs> Left Behind. I've never. <laughs> Wait, was he in Left Behind? Yeah. They remade yeah. Left Behind yeah. without Kurt Cameron oh. and with Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. He's a pilot, and the rapture happens. Oh, I haven't so seen it, good. but it's on my list. The moment it's on Put Netflix, Mom and Dad ahead of that, but you should probably still watch that. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Deal. Uh, guys, thanks for checking it out. As always, um, you can help support us over at patreon.com slash the valley folk. You will get 
uh, early access to this podcast. You'll get the full video podcast at certain tiers. It's really cool. A lot of bloopers and bonus content from our YouTube stuff. Uh, merch discounts and all that jazz. Uh, and these ticket discounts, all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, our show December 16th. Get tickets now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can Google it and you find it. It's beautiful. And Joven, where can people find it? Uh, YouTube.com slash The Joven Shire, producing content on there all of the time. I talk about movies, superheroes, games, all things geek culture in one place. It's great. Joven, I feel like I've gotten to know you better during this hour, and it's been really nice. I've enjoyed it. We should hang yeah. out more. That'd be great, man. Come I'd stop like by, that. man. I'd yeah, come hang out. That. Okay. Uh-huh. Watch all mom right. and dad. I blow a kiss to the camera. I said, we don't know what to do now, Kate. Okay, what do we do? Ever had to do this. What do we do, Kate? How do we turn it I thought we did with the. I thought the kiss insinuated that. What happens after a kiss? I've never heard of a kiss.